0: Three, two, one. <sighs> oh, wow. Oh, my God, that's cold. Welcome back to You Bet Your Radio Podcast. I'm Miles, the You Betcha Guy here with Ryan, the t-shirt guy, and we are the coldest podcast in all of the Midwest. Today, we got a pretty just standard, solid podcasts ahead of you we're gonna talk st louis ryan didn't get to go we're gonna talk the itch for lake season coming up and then we'll probably close it down with some game of thrones talk we only have a couple weeks left on that and so let's get into the show i would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods back baby back i want my push. Oh my God, that's cold.
1: Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, welcome back to episode 19 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. Like Miles said, we have a good show on our hands today. Um, we're going to give you kind of the, the St. Louis um, Anheuser-Busch Touri recap um, in an upcoming segment. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, um, I didn't get to go. So we'll talk a little bit about that and, uh, you know, how many hours I'll be putting in here in the next couple of weeks. Um, again, guys, just a few house cleaning items. Uh, you know, if you've been enjoying the podcast so far, uh, go follow us on social media on all platforms at, Oh, you betcha. Um, that's the main hub, uh, for content creation is those pages right there. You can also go follow myself at Ryan, the t-shirt guy, um, kind of get a new perspective of the Oh, you you your brand, um, and kind of what we got cooking in the background. Um, now that the social plugs are over, the best part. Guys, we had our biggest t-shirt launch um, last week. We have all the shirts open on the website. Uh, we have our brand new Nectar of the Gods of Barley Design 2.0 up on the website. We got a bunch of different colors. If you go to the website and you cannot find a shirt that you like, I will be utterly surprised. Is that a humble brag by, by us, Ryan? Pretty much. There you go. Yeah, so not only do we have the shirts open, um, we have the Nectar of the Gods um, wooden signs, great for the man cave, um, the kitchen, wherever you're going to be drinking bush lattes. Those are available um, along with the Bev buckle, the YB, YB branded Bev buckle, um, and the UBetty stickers. Are and back I just in want stock. to
0: remind people that, that that belt buckle can literally go on any belt You don't have to have a belt that like can only have a belt buckle. It's not going to look probably as solid if you put it on a regular belt buckle just because like your buckle will be to the left of the actual belt buckle. Um, But I mean, if you're out of like, I I just view the Bev buckles as literally like music festival money for that. I feel (laughs) like you're just hanging out all day, um, just messing around. You got one of those on with your, cut off jorts and whatever um bush burp or uh, a great gift for you know like you know christmas stocking or like the fourth of july is another one i think is is big for those and so yeah those are on our website right now um
1: yeah did you talk about the hats yet oh my god I forgot the hats. This is so new to us that I, I completely disregarded the hats. So, um, if you're watching the the Facebook or YouTube video, um, I have the gray front, black mesh back with the snapback um, available with the the original nectar, the di- nectar of the gods design on the front. So, yeah, um, the hats been flying so far. We kind of hadn't. We we had a good idea um, on on how, you know w- what the anticipation for the hats was going to be. They've been going good so far. Yeah, they've been so. flying. Speaking of flying, Ryan. Yes. You could
0: be flying around the lake oh in a brand new boat from U Motors Motorsports and Marine <laughs> located in Pelican Lake and Fargo, North Dakota. Um, they have all the best brands, Honda, Yamaha, Ski-Doo, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Natik Boats, Super Boats, Supreme Boats. Literally all of the boats. And Avalon Pontoons. If you mention this ad, you'll get 20% off parts and accessories. Some exclusions may apply, obviously. But you can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, but also on their website at umotorsinc.com, at umotorsinc.com. Don't forget that they're the one that was that hooked us up with a trailer to allow us to be able to go to all of our bar takeovers with the gear that we need. Um, basically made our lives, like, a 1,000% better <clears throat> And so we are very appreciative of them. Um, But speaking of bar takeover, Ryan this weekend, baby, this weekend, we are going to be at country view acres located in Joyce, Iowa. It's on the Northern border of Iowa. It is a great place for Sunday. Fun day. They have Bush lattes on Bush lattes on Bush lattes. They are open every Sunday from noon to eight. So if you're trying to get a Sunday buzz head to country view acres, but they're not just a bar. They also are a wedding venue, but also an event center. There's a big patio in the back overlooking a pond. If you're looking for a big space to get married that's easily accessible yet peacefully secluded, Country View Acres is your best bet. It's located five minutes from the Diamond Joe Casino, which we need to go to while we're yeah, there, oh yeah. Ryan. They'll even, the they'll even shuttle get wedding guests back and forth from the Diamond Joe And so they're an all-in-one wedding venue, uh, but also an event center. They showcase the best of nature, but also gives you the modern conveniences for when the Midwest weather doesn't cooperate. Um, i tell you what, we are excited to be at Country View Acres. I can't wait to see it. I've seen photos. Looks like a big old barn. Yeah. But like like a (laughs) barn that you can
1: get down in, which I like.
0: Yeah. So hopefully... uh, It'll be roaring and rocking and roaring while we're there.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't really, <clears throat> I haven't really done my research on on the venue yet because I kind of want to just come in, um, like open minded. I just like want to feel it out. I don't want to be like surprised if. Oh my, my God! That came from deep. <laughs> if that would have been any deeper, that'd have been a fart. Yeah, my wings would have came. Oh hot. my God. Um, so yeah, I want to come in uh, just completely surprised at, at the venue. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's going to be awesome. So.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, right, we need to discuss the fact that we are moving up in the world. We are growing. We are basically like real professionals now because we have headphones to wear during podcasts. Yeah, this is pretty amazing. Um, it's crystal clear. We're testing it out because. Well, this will be a regular thing, but part of the reason why we're trying it out right now is because last podcast at uh, the showboat it was so loud that we couldn't hear ourselves, and so we're going to need headphones for this next round. So we got them, and we're prepped. We're improving, um, and so yeah, how do how do they feel? Like these these headphones are?
1: They yeah, they feel great. They, they weren't super expensive, but. I think that they are still look and feel professional. Yeah, yeah, they'll do the job for sure. We we have an extra pair also, so we can bring some very special guests on. What
0: we should do is we should make the guests just try and guess what we're saying. Don't give them (laughs) headphones,
1: so they're just like, "I can't hear you." Yeah, and we'll be talking. We'll probably be talking a lot softer um, for the next bar takeover. We need to talk about the fact that Iowa Chill is going to be
0: at this bar takeover. Iowa Chill will be there. So this Saturday, this podcast will come out on a Wednesday. Um, this Saturday, Iowa chill. You got to go look them up. If you're listening to this, go pause it or just exit out of the app. Go to, oh, Bush burp. Just open up a new new tab. Go to a different, go to a, a, one of their social medias. It's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They're pretty prevalent on all of them. Look them up. They're just Iowa chill. They have a lot of funny memes and videos. Um, they also do tenderloin reviews. They're gonna be setting up shop. They're gonna be on the podcasts. They're gonna be on the ranch Wrangler video. They're gonna I'm gonna do a video with their tenderloin review, which I'm gonna be honest. I am gonna be flying blind on that because
1: Dude, yeah. I I I, I, I know ranch, but I don't know tenderloins. I know tenderloin pretty well. But from what I've heard and I've watched the reviews. They're not quite the tenderloins that I am used to. So. They're humongous. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to do some digging on that uh, during the podcast and, yeah. and figure some stuff out. So that'll be fun,
0: and we're excited to have Iowa Chill on because I think that they represent Iowa very well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Ryan, I'm sorry you didn't come to St. Louis. Moment of silence. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
1: Uh, That's sad. Looks, it,
0: it looks so fun. It,
1: it was incredible.
0: <laughs> it was incredible.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'll go back and watch. I'll, I'll usually go back and watch a little bit of the podcasts that come out. But I specifically went back to watch the last podcast because it was at the the like the specialty brew room where they kind of just fool around with different batches and stuff like that. Um, the backdrop was super cool. Um, and some of the stuff that you were talking to, uh, talking about with Travis, the head brewmaster, who is also a top fan of the page, which is super wild. Yeah, it couldn't have worked out better for that. Um, Um, It was super interesting, that conversation. Yeah, he... The guy who brewed this thing right here. Yeah. Well, what's what's really
0: funny, too, is like, so he's from Georgia, but... I just felt like he was from the Midwest, like yeah. the way that he represented himself and Anheuser-Busch. Like he just, I felt like he was, I was just talking to someone
1: from the Midwest. Um So that was kind of cool. When he's only been here for three, three years. Yeah. He was in Georgia for eight, came yeah. back yep. here for three. Yep. So it's not like he's been here for a long time. Yeah.
0: But he picked up on it quick, I think. Quick, man. Um. Yeah, we got to go into a couple uh, rooms we couldn't film in. Kind of not to brag, Ryan. So but. Did,
1: did they just tell you, okay, guys? So I'm, I'm, I am enjoying this conversation as much as you are because I also don't know these little details yet. This is yeah. the first time I'm hearing of everything. So when you walked into these rooms, were, were they like, what they well, say like? Oh, so you-
0: beforehand, I was like, if there's anything you don't want us to film, okay. let us know. Um, and he was like, all right, we're gonna go into this tasting room. You cannot film in it. And I was like, <laughs> what? I kind of was like. That's sweet. I'm That's I i want to go in places that I can't film. Yeah. Um, and then uh and then we went in a different tasting room. It must be more open to the public. Sure. Um, and we tasted some bush light throughout the process, um, which a video will be coming out about that this week.
1: Which you said was the
0: freshest bush it was the freshest bushlight well, you've no, ever drank. So that was when I drank out of the finish finishing tank. So okay. it's literally like a tank that was just like way taller than this ceiling in this room. Um, it was twenty five hundred really? barrel, which in one of those tanks, for the for the lay person, that means that like eight hundred and twenty two thousand bush twelve ounce bush lattes were in that <laughs> tank. How many tanks? Uh, well, they had all their beers in those okay, tanks, so it was okay. kind of you didn't know what was in what. Sure, but they hooked up a little spout, and we drank right out of there. I, I tried to get I tried to get them to let me go like right underneath it with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he said that was a no-go for yeah. sanitary reasons, yeah, which OSHA, I understand. Yeah. yeah, So they're following the rules, which is good for them. Um, yeah, we tried it right out of there. It was
1: super fresh. Um, now, when you say fresh, what kind of different taste did it have compared to just a normal one? It buy just it was store so and clean and crisp. <laughs> clean and crisp. It's, it's hard to describe, Ryan. Crisp. You probably won't ever get to taste it. how does that Probably feel? not, man? Which is why I'm you know I'm a little bit bummed, but I was you know <laughs> I was here. The weather was nice. you were holding down the fort um yeah, so that was really, really cool the uh
0: the star shop, which was the uh place where we did the podcast at, yep. it just felt like I was just at like a a buddy's buddy's like home garage bar that was just
1: decked
0: yeah it was just like you just the guys in there and stuff are like just sitting around just talking shop just uh like uh one of the guys who runs it runs that specific okay like, bar thing or whatever oh he's man he's like yeah I went, i've been f- yeah <laughs> <God>. <laughs> i've been pheasant hunting in south dakota right by where you are so like you know it's just like oh yep. we're all just from the midwest we all do the same stuff um I I I want to say Ryan that they said something about they want me to come back and brew my own beer. So really, um, the guy might have said that, but I'm taking him up on that at any chance I can. Absolutely. Um. So that was cool. We uh, I met the people that actually run the social media for Bush, who you interact with
1: probably daily. Yeah, and you've just never yeah. seen these people.
0: Well, it, it, what's yeah? So what's what's really funny is it's just like. Now, when they tweet, I can, like, put a face to it, you know? and, like, <laughs> Yep, and you saw their personality behind the phone. And, and they said the same thing about me, even though I am forward-facing and have it. They're like, we don't know what you're like or what you're thinking because we don't know you. So responding to you and all that stuff, we just don't necessarily know how it's going to go. Um, it, it
1: was fun, too, to ask about, like, the not-my-bush guy <laughs> i was going to get to that but let, let's hit on that right yeah. now so you, you put out a video probably what 2 3 months ago um yeah probably in february yeah so bush light was doing this campaign um down in uh houston uh houston texas for, san antonio san antonio sorry for yep. one of the bowl one of the iowa bowl games um and you put out a air video air quotes jerry air quotes jerry um did the the weakest bush i've i've ever heard so you put a video kind of out in retaliation. Uh, it was it was fun. It was retaliating. Yeah, it was it was kind of. It was edgy. It was edgier.
0: It was edgy. We're not that edgy here, but that <laughs> was about as edgy as we've gotten. Basically, it was this guy stinks, and he is not my bush guy. I'm yep. I'm the people's bush guy, basically. Yeah. Um. And so I asked him about that. And they're like, <laughs> honestly, Miles, we didn't really know what to do. They were like, "Do we respond? <laughs> do we not respond? Is he turning on us? <laughs> what is happening?" Um, but they navigated it by just—I kind of think they were just like, "If we don't do anything, this will just blow over, and we'll all be able to shake hands at the end of this." It's, I mean, and then the, which is a good move by them, but I just yeah. like, it just it, like it—it makes me laugh, like, like. I'm doing dewy- shooting these videos like in my living room at this point. <laughs> and I got the the people at Anazar Bush all like, What do we do? What do yeah. we do? You know what I yeah. mean?
1: They have to they have to do some sort of strategy because I put out a video. Yep. Feels feels pretty good. Yeah. So like you said, uh you kinda they they hoped everything would just blow over, you'd shake hands, and you you end up ended up filming the kind of like a follow-up video with yeah. air quotes Jerry. Um at a, at a local bar. Oh my gosh. You're and, so burpy tonight. <laughs> and you guys had the opportunity to chat and like the, um, the emotion of that original video kind of faded for you because you actually got to met, meet yeah. the Bush guy and just oh, like Bush, Bush Light got to meet you and you know, opinions were probably, were probably differentiated yeah.
0: there. I, it's just one of those things. It's like, I think this was probably long overdue for every one of us to meet hang out, get to know each other and just do the, like, all right, we're both going to keep doing our thing. And hopefully at some point we can just work together again and do something. And I think that's yeah. kind of how we left it. Um, Yeah. So it was, it was, it's good. And and uh, I kind of joked because the, the person who runs the Twitter like gave me their number and was like, Hey, if you want to like, if you have any ideas or anything, let me know. And I was like, you shouldn't have gave me that number because now I'm sitting <laughs> in ideas all the time. Yeah. You but open up the floodgates. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously I was joking a little bit, but um, yeah, they were just, they were, uh, it was, it was cool to finally get there. And, and, for, and so like, yeah, I had the, one of the feedback that I thought was interesting was like, that I put out a video saying we got to get to St. Louis and then we like are able to clip them together and say, we're going to St. Louis. That, I think, is the coolest part about posting content on social media. Yeah. It's always like, there. It's always well, the, the recall, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, like when we go, all right, we got to get to 100K, then we do get to 100K, you can call back and say, oh, it only took us this or whatever. Yep. Um, <sighs> well, and, you know, <clears throat> God willing that we keep doing this, you know, a couple years down the road, it's also like, we spent our first like eight months doing this in my living room. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> Yeah. I literally had to figure out which way to point the camera to make it look a little bit different than the last video because I was just shooting it in a
1: living room. Yep.
0: And so I think that that part is, is pretty cool as well. But,
1: and I don't think, um, I don't, I don't think like month one or month two into the, you betcha brand, were you thinking at that time, like, I need to get to St. Louis? Or were you kind of just doing this for fun, feeling it out, seeing how it would go? And then once, like, I feel like once the first big video hit and you got people to really latch on the brand of Bush, that's when you were like, okay, now we yeah, need to get to I St. Had Louis. A, I had done a few videos about Bush Light that, have, that had went. Because do you know what month it was when you shot the, the, we need to get to St. Louis? October. October. And you started this in June, July, August. So but the for, first video didn't hit till August. So
0: really it was like sure. from August to October.
1: Yeah. yeah. Set the sights high, Ryan. It's, yeah, for sure. So I, I just, let's backtrack a little bit. When you walked up to the, the campus is, is what you would probably call it. it. What it did had, it feel like?
0: Honestly, like in a really, like not, take what I say right here with a grain of so salt. It felt very Harry Potter-esque. I, I, I was going to say you know the what same I'm saying? Like yeah. It's like everything is brick. It's definitely very old, but it, like, is not, like, run-down old. It's, like, this is cool old. Super,
1: like, super vintage.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the buildings are very, like, they're just ginormous, and Mm -hmm. they're all made of brick. And the inside is, like, there's fancy stuff from, you know, the early 1900s and this and that. and and, So much uh, history in there. Oh. Well, that's the thing is you think of a brewery now and then all these microbreweries popping up, they're just renting out a warehouse. Yeah. They're putting tanks in there and that's it. You go inside this and you'll see it on the video this week. I don't know if it'll be out by now or not by the time this comes out, but like their railings are like metal spindles and like Sweet. painted white and like, like it's all like, it looks like it's could be in someone's house. Part of it, mm-hmm. you know, like they don't make breweries like that now. Um, that's and, super cool. And uh, so, yeah, that was really cool to uh, to see and, and kind of talk to him about. And everything in that, most everything in that place is kind of there for a purpose. Yeah. Um, which I which I liked. Um, it, it felt good that every single detail is thought out, even to like the pictures on the wall and why they're there sure. and what's in the photo. And so...
1: Yeah. What was it like walking? So you walked inside the campus. I'm sure you walked to like a reception's desk. Um, like who greeted you there? Well, there Did our they security know that, is very high. It is. Yeah. Interesting. I could not come into the building unless someone let me in. We see. That's what well, I would never think about that when it comes to like a even like a high level. Program. What was
0: also really funny too is the security guard. Or like he's like, "Hey, are you the you betcha guy?" <laughs> no. And I'm already. like, "Yes," and he goes. I just watched your video yesterday. It said you were coming here, I was like, <laughs> and today you're here. I thought that was really funny because oh he just God. like, he's like, yeah. Just you just, so, I saw you on the yeah. internet yesterday, and now I see you in person today, which is which I thought was pretty funny. But
1: that doesn't happen too often when you see someone one day and then, or you listen to someone one day and see him the next. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Yep. Like
1: people are going to be driving to Joyce, Iowa, to see you after following the page for say nine months or yep. something. Yeah, and this guy just like. He, he, that's probably the first video he watched, like, just casually, like, are you the you betcha guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just watched I your videos yesterday. What I did appreciate, though, is
0: he was like, one, I get it because this is where everything's going. Like, basically, like, this is your job. I get it. Yeah. He's also like, but I also think a lot of people don't understand that this is like, it's like a lot of work, too. Yeah. People think it's just all fun and games. You're just posting on social media. Like, <laughs> the security guy, like, understood the grind. I was like... That's right, yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> and then I never saw him again. Oh, bummer. Sad tear. So you know, security guard guy, if you're out there, we had a great conversation. Yeah. And uh, hopefully I can meet you again. So, yeah.
1: No, it sounds like a good time. Um, we'll have to dig in a little bit more to the details. Um, but I think next time I need to come with.
0: I'll uh, I'll try and pull some strings, <laughs> Ryan. So... We're going to take our first break, um, and then we're going to start finally talking about summer. Oh, my God. That's cold. Oh, wow. All right, guys. Before we get into our second segment of the podcast, I want to talk to you guys about Gina's Designs of the Heartland. I tell you what, these guys make some phenomenal signs. If you're watching on the podcast, you can see it right here in front of us. They made this sign. They make handcrafted Nectar of the God signs, um, and it's straight out of America's heartland. So you can't argue with that. They are perfectly hand painted with the best quality pine. You can grab one of these on our website or on their website as well. Um, and, uh, it is the perfect decor to hang at your shop, man cave, or even your kitchen. I would even maybe hang it above my shower so I can always be with the nectar of the gods, but you can, these signs, Ryan, they bring out your inner chip and Joanna Gaines. They are crafty, but they're also awesome to look at. And they're also masculine enough to drink beer with. Um, you can hang, they, they come with a little hardware on the back so you can hang it on the wall. Um, again, this is Gina's designs of the heartland. We partnered with them and they came up with an awesome design for the nectar of the gods. And, uh, I got word that they are going to be at the bar takeover. Yes. So if you are coming to the bar takeover and you want to snag yourself, one of these signs, you're going to have to come check out their table or booth or Ryan, and they're going to have one together or whatever. And get a sign for yourself. I'm sure they'll have Bush Latte gear there as well. So go check out Gina's Designs of the Heartland. You can find them on Facebook, on their website. Again, that's Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Ryan, we were talking over the break that I think we should keep talking about St. Louis. I'm making the executive call, the audible. Green 18, kill, kill. Kill Killing the segment for a second. Um, And... You had a few more questions about St. Louis that you thought the the listeners would be interested in hearing.
1: Yeah, so um, one of the things I was most intrigued of is the temperature that Bush Light is actually stored at, like the perfect temperature. And you know, there's a lot of us who will just go grab a case from uh, from the liquor store. Uh, they might throw it in the back of their truck, grab it an hour later. You know, it kind of loses some of that um, coldness, I guess you could say. And and it tastes good still, but there's there's like this there's a it's in the formula yeah so so, of- so
0: apparently they they keep it at thirty seven degrees um, for whatever reason it must in- my guess is because have you ever had like a beer that's like literally like almost like slushy cold yep it doesn't have as much taste okay it, I don't know if you have ever done that I I kind of I've felt that way mm-hmm. that if it's like really 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 cold like that. It's just it doesn't have as much flavor, sure. But also it can start tasting weird if it's not cold. Yep. And so I think the thirty-seven degrees must be the perfect temperature for that. Again, don't qu- don't like say that I'm an expert on this and saying that that's law because I kind of just made that off the top of my head. Yeah, you are you're,
1: you are a scientist, but you're not that kind of scientist. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so, um, from my understanding, that's
0: basically what was going on with that. Um, but it's good to know. So I'm gonna have to check the fridge in the bunker to, to see if it's at 37.
1: We'll have to get like a little uh, little thermometer yep. and throw it in there and make sure make it's...
0: sure it's at the right the right uh, right temp. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he he talked about on the podcast that you know like there's enemies to beer. Right? It's heat. Yep. It's light. That's why it comes in dark bottles or cans. That's why Corona stinks and tastes like a skunk. Yep. But we won't go down that road. <laughs> um. And then. Uh, there was one other one. Oh, oxygen. So, like, once you crack open a beer, it's, you know, it's exposed to the air and it's going to slowly start deteriorating in quality. That's why cans come sealed and yep. all that stuff. But, yeah, I, I guess I never thought about that there was going to be
1: a, a the perfect temperature to keep a beer at. But now we know. So go check your fridges. Make sure your beer fridge in the garage like we all have. Make sure it's at 37 degrees. And just experience to maximize your, your beer drinking crisp yes. ability. Yes. Um very cool. I, I I had never known that. Um so it's good to know now. Um now
0: Ryan's going blank. He's frozen.
1: Oh, okay. So what I was gonna ask is I and I don't know if this is just my perception or, you know, the people who have told me about it, but for the longest time, for some reason I've always heard that Bush Light comes out of the bottom of the core of the, like Bud Light barrel, right? So why Bush Light is so cheap and why it doesn't have a ton of flavor is kind of like Keystone Light. They say Keystone comes out of the bottom of the Coors Light barrel, and they just sell it for cheap. Th- that's obviously not true. So anyone who says that can literally go to
0: hell. <laughs> and that is my official statement. You can quote me on that. um Yeah, that doesn't I mean there's Obviously, people do that to troll. Yeah, but.
1: It, I firmly believed it.
0: Ryan, you have so much. You're basically like Jon Snow. You know nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to come with him and become a little more educated. Start calling
0: you Ryan Snow. I kind of like that. The, uh, you know nothing, Ryan Snow. Um, But, (laughs) no, they, they literally, I mean, what I liked about what Travis told me is all the craft beer hardo snobs out there, and I know plenty of them, and I know how they sit and talk. I know what they do when they sit on their fancy chairs and talk all hoity-toity. But when it comes down to it, they can hide behind fruity flavors, exotic IPAs. Um, I this is not my quote, but there was someone that I met that was like, "You can basically use any sort of water." And come out with a good tasting IPA because there's so much going on in it. Yeah, that even you could mess up part of it, and
1: it still will taste good. Because what is a? There's so many different flavors. You, what does a yeah. good IPA taste like? There's not just like this. Well, so this so basis. But like, but in like the middle. for example,
0: like right now the big thing is like raspberries or mixed berry or yeah. passion fruit, or even like cereals and stuff like that, and. All of those flavors, yes, I understand that that's part of a craft beer and people like that. I'm not undermining that. But you can be not as good at brewing beer because you can hide behind those flavors. If you are brewing a light beer like Bush Light, there is nothing to hide behind because you can taste every bit of flavor in there. And so if you mess up even the tiniest thing, you can taste it in the beer. And I and I thought that that was pretty true. And I'm sure there's gonna be craft beer hardos and uh and snobs and be like, that's not true. Bro. It's but it is. It's like it makes so much sense because just tasting the different stages of it, because you taste it when it's, you know, when they're doing put it through the mash and, and the whatever and filter and all that stuff. Taste it at each stage. It's like Alright, this this makes sense as why bushlight is different than other beers um and why you're able to get the same flavor. That that okay, so like can we just talk about how absolutely bananas it is that think about the volume of bushlight that they put out per day. Mm-hmm. And every single bushlight tastes exactly the same. Yeah, that's insane. Since nineteen eighty nine. They may have changed the recipe a little bit over time. I have no idea if they did that. But generally, they literally get it to taste the exact same every time. Travis told me that they have to take the water that they get from the city, which has already been purified, and they have to purify it themselves to get rid of the chlorine in the water and all that stuff to make sure that it is the perfect like just type of water just before they even start the process. They have to filter it. They're like, we have a giant, basically a giant Brita filter that we run it through. Really? Yeah. I mean, that was a dumbed yeah. down version, but yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah. So it it's, was, uh, so well, anyone who says that it's like this cake walk to brew one of those beers, it's once you get a real behind the scenes look, it's not as easy
1: as you would make it out to be. Yeah, I mean, like they say in weightlifting, iron never, the iron never lies. 45 pounds is 45 pounds, but right. the recipe never lies. Yeah. You're going to get what what's put in.
0: I would love to see. Now, nah, don't get me wrong. There's definitely microbrewery brewmasters and owners and stuff that are really good, and they probably can make the same taste over and over and over again on a light beer. But I imagine there's a lot of second-tier breweries in the United States that yeah. are like... Just shooting from the hip and throwing in flavors so
1: they can screw up a little bit and no one really notice. Interesting. Yeah. You talked a little bit about the Natterdays launch. What did uh kind of what was what all went behind the scenes on that? How much of that did they brew up? Is that gonna be like a seasonal thing or what are they gonna do with with that sub brand, I guess you could say? <sighs>
0: they basically said that it was going to be just a trial at first. Sure. See how it goes,
1: which I get. Um, and how did they trial that? That you also mentioned that they only they kept it secluded to like bars within Missouri, correct? I have no idea. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure. I thought I I heard you and Travis talking about that. They they did a test run around the area to see how it would
0: oh, go. Oh, maybe I I must have been thinking about something else when that was going on. I was I actually remember.
1: I I was behind the Stardust Bar. Yeah, like you were the actually there. Bar. I yeah. was there listening. No,
0: yeah, so. Yeah, all I know is they did a trial run and uh, basically see how it goes. Um, I actually had some inside information that I can't share with you oh. about Natter Days. Um, just just behind-the-scenes stuff, of like more marketing-wise sure. about it, which is just kind of cool to That's say. It's fun. fun to
1: hear. Oh, push burp.
0: And so... Yeah, so that, that's, that was kind of cool to, to find out all the little <laughs> behind-the-scenes stuff. Also found out some more uh, f- stuff happening in the future that's going to be going on with anheuser Bush that I cannot tell you, Ryan, so just teasing you. But I want to be on record that I know some stuff right now, so when it finally does come out, I can say that I knew that beforehand. <laughs> and so, I
1: did not know that beforehand, yeah. so...
0: But, uh, yeah, it was the Natter Days thing. He was a great sport about me, like, ragging on it. He, he understands. That's the thing is, like, yeah. spotted cow people, no sense of humor whatsoever. They couldn't take a joke to, to save their <laughs> life. Um, and I don't really care if they listen to this and hear that because they literally cannot take a joke. Um, Travis, I ragged on one of his beers and said it was, like, tasted like a fruit, roll, fruit by the foot dipped in bush light. And he thought that was funny. Like yeah. he gets it. He gets that joke. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Natterdays. they say that something like that starts. It, when it starts, it starts as like a big combination of the brewer, but also a lot of the marketing team with the brand team and all of that just kind of mushed together and, and they kind of come out the other end with something like the Natterdays. Days.
1: That's um, so crazy. You just never, you never think of that side of Anheuser Busch, like the people behind the scenes who are who are collaborating with the brewmasters on what this can should look like, because this is what the beer is going to taste like and what's going to go into yeah. it, and um, the length of campaign you're going to run around it, and uh, I would have loved to be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this. I like making you feel bad. <laughs> I didn't know I'd like it so much. Yeah. Um, well, another thing that was cool too, which I don't know how many people can say this, Ryan. I'm gonna keep patting my padding my back. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, I was not able to get to the Clydesdale's like stable or wherever they're kept, and so I was at the star shop doing the podcast, and it's not far walk or anything, but they literally walked to Clydesdale over to the shop so I could like pet them and. Do you know which one it was? Which one in the line? I don't know which one in the line, but the name was Royal with an R. Um, it wasn't the one that was in the last Super Bowl commercial, okay? Because that one, I guess, the name was King. Okay. Uh, you think you're gonna have that guy in there? <laughs> His name's King. King of course. and Royal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's like a cool like culture that they have. Um, think about this. They have someone employed or multiple people employed. Lots of people just to take care of these horses. So they actually
0: have Clydesdales located throughout the U.S., so they don't have to travel as far. Gotcha. So they have it. They have like almost like squads of them, right? So they squad, yeah. And and so I know, like, okay, if they're gonna travel, I know you're like thinking like a horse trailer, right? Like Mm -hmm. they got it's like a big metal cage (laughs) with like the holes in the side of it or whatever, you know. They do not travel like that. They said that they travel in a semi. It is air conditioned. Oh yeah, yeah. It's this whole thing, and they get treated like they're. It's like they are a human for sure. Dang. Um,
1: which I thought was pretty interesting. Would you rather be a Kentucky Derby horse or a Clydesdale for Bushlight? Oh, for, for for, for Bu- I Budweiser. would be a Clydesdale any day of the week. What if you were a front runner in the Kentucky Derby? versus a Clydesdale that was going to be the amount of stress being a Kentucky Derby horse (laughs) so much stress on you on your
0: body even yes and the amount the little amount of stress I kind of was like so these horses they live a long time they're like they live so long because (laughs) (laughs) like like every few weeks or every month what like they're going to the vet and getting a checkup to make sure that they're got everything they need like it is like over the top, and like they're only allowed to work for like two hours at a time. And once it hits two hours, like they're done. They shut them down, and they have to wow. like put them. You know, they don't work. Air quotes work anymore.
1: Man, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, to I'm be a Clydesdale right horse. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, because um, Kentucky Derby horses only race for really one one competitive year. One or two Yeah, once you years. race once,
0: it's, it's, I don't, I'm I'm not a huge, like, I, I don't know a ton about racing like that. Yeah. But from my understanding, it's, you get one shot at it. And if you're a Clydesdale, man, you're just chilling for like 20 plus. And everyone comes up to you and wants a pet you. Yeah. Oh. What was super funny is I was trying to take a selfie and the like gal who was like handling the horse. Like was like pushing the like, the horse's like face like into my camera
1: angle, <laughs> just like so submissive, like just push me this way. Yeah, they're just so chill. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool, but um, they literally. I'm trying. I wish I could remember the name or remember the number, but the, like the amount of trail train cars that come in to the brewery every day with like grain and and barley or whatever. It's like hundreds a day. So is there, a, every is single there day. a
1: railroad track that runs right next to it or yeah, like the, right yeah, through it? it comes right into there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. I mean, we could talk about this for it could hours. could go on and on <laughs> and on. And you were only there for like a solid day and a half. Also,
0: kudos to me for being able to absorb this much knowledge in such a short period of time. Day and, I and basically, a half, man. I basically give a tour now. Yeah. So not to brag, but... Um, you can
1: do a vi- an audio visual out. of the whole entire <laughs> yeah. tour.
0: All right. <laughs> to your right, you're going to see a bunch of trees and a big brick building. <laughs> um, no, if all this you betcha stuff falls through, I think I'm moving to St. Louis. I'm going to be a tour guide at the at the uh,
1: Anheuser-Busch. No, you're going to be a security guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a security guard. And then the um, next Bush guy, the next Midwest Bush guy who takes over is going to walk in and you're like, you the Midwest Bush guy? Yeah, I watch. Back in videos. my day,
0: <laughs> back in my day when I was the Bush guy, I had this going on, and
1: that'd be epic. Oh, where would I be at that? Did I at talk? That point? What? Where would I be at that point? I'd be in the horses' stable, man. I'd yeah. be training horses. You'd be picking up shit, is what you would be doing. <laughs> That's a good one. I yeah. like that. That's you like creative. that? <laughs> well, I mean, you get to hang around the Clydesdales all day. Mm. and pick up and dog true. shit at home anyway, so that is true. You do that for free. Yeah, for free. So I could be um, getting paid for this. Yeah,
0: I. Uh, the last thing I will say. This is going to be a total brag. <laughs> in in one of the tasting rooms, they have a register. I I really hope I'm able to. Sh- I think I'm be able to share this information. I don't know why they have a basically a guest book. They've had the guest book since about 1984. So carry the one twenty. 35 years? 35 years. They've had the book for 35 years. Max, there was about 10 pages filled out. So in 35 years, not that many people have signed this book.
1: No. No. Nope.
0: Travis asked me to, to, to log my name into the, into the <laughs> guest book. So I am... This is ridiculous. <laughs> so I am forever in the Anheuser-Busch history... Um, I even left off, you betcha, because if this thing crashes and burns,
1: <laughs> you don't want to be associated with that. <laughs>
0: no, it's just it my name. Um, what I also found out is the guy who sings dust on the bottle, you know, that song push for, um, he also signed it and he is going to be headlining at the bar in the Ozarks when we go there this summer. So me and him are probably going to have to be like sit sit in the corner, probably get a private VIP room because that's how special we are because we're in that in that guest book with like very few people. <laughs> probably half of the people are already dead. Um, so you cut even the amount of people in there down. We'll probably have to sit in a room. We'll probably sip bush light out of a uh, champagne glass, their pinkies up and be like, just talk about all the stuff that happens in that tasting room that no one ever knows about. Um, where will I be at this time you'll be picking up shit (laughs) (laughs) yep that's what you'll be doing so I'm really hoping actually that like we can get him on the podcast I'm going to try and pull as many strings as I can because that would be cool to have him um, especially with a song that's so iconic but yeah so that's my uh, humble brag of uh, suck it Ryan I got to do that and you didn't (laughs) but uh yeah Justin Thomas is in there too the the, the golfer. golfer I actually looked at Justin Thomas's like Facebook page or something and maybe it was I don't know but I saw pictures of him signing it and so uh it's uh, I knew it was him it's he, iconic it's
1: yeah you get photos and like photos and video. will it it that actually, be in the vlog yeah it'll be in the vlog nice
0: yeah now i'm thinking about it this it is, it is gonna be in the a vlog. Sweet
1: vlog, yeah.
0: I don't know how storyline wise it's gonna go. Like, I don't know how many times I was like, "Okay, that's the end of day one or whatever." But I know that it's just gonna have a lot of like cool stuff in it. So it might be more of like a
1: like a picture book than a story book. Yeah, man, I'll be I'll be excited to watch it since I didn't get to see any of it. Oh, relax. You made it in the first vlog, so. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you have to go check out our first ever vlog. It was Being You Betcha, what we decided to call it. Don't know if it was the perfect name or not, but that's what we're rolling with. Um, You can check out what happened, at least part of what happened, at the uh, first ever You Betcha Bar takeover at Showboat Saloon Wisconsin Dells. It's on YouTube, Facebook. I'm excited to go back there. You're confident we're going back?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. I think we're definitely going to be going back next year. I think it'll be same time of the year. I don't think it'll be snowing. I would maybe even like to go one week later.
0: Sure. Just so the weather's just a little bit better. Yep. I imagine this starts to get a little more busy with, like, the mini golf courses and families
1: starting to come, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was fun. The dad's trying to scoot away from the hotel room after Yeah, this.
0: I'm going to go look for some ice. Listening to screaming kids all day.
1: Yeah. I'm just going to run to the gas station quick. Well, that segment
0: completely turned into Man. Bush <laughs> Brewery Talk. Um, but I honestly think that that is okay. We can save summer talk for the summer, Ryan. How do you feel about that? You got any more questions to talk about? Yeah, a lot. but. Um, oh, by the way, not to brag again, we got to sit in the Anheuser-Busch suite at Busch Stadium. I, yeah, I
1: wasn't even going to bring that up. We
0: saw Bryce Hyper hit a grand slam. Um, yeah, other than that, it was pretty boring. <sighs>
1: <laughs> yeah, getting to sit in a suite, a full-on bar, it was a bar in there. It was not even a suite. It was like the showboat saloon inside of a suite. <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: it was pretty cool. Um, got pretty lucky. That's one of those things that's like you just don't get to do. No,
1: you, just, you sat in the bush suite
0: unless you like you're unless you work there, or you're like filthy rich. You just don't get to do that. So that was pretty cool. Um, I'm dusting my shoulder off. Like Ryan, when you, maybe when you grow up, you can start to do stuff like this. Then yeah, man. older. My the Ryan T-shirt guy brand's gonna pop. Yeah, you gotta start posting content and figure out how
1: to do your own content, so you don't have to wait on me to edit it. <laughs> you just this is funny because before this, you said, oh, Premiere Pro sucks." <laughs> oh, push burp. I don't want to get into that. Yeah, I'm well, good you at have printin- to. I'm really good at printing T-shirts. Then just do that, and you're good yeah. to go. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: Right, we're gonna take another break and then without spoiling it for Ryan i'm going to do my very best to talk about S- season 8 episode 5 the second to last episode it was supposed to be a really? big episode which it was there's
1: only 6 yeah yeah oh
0: um we'll talk about that after the break Welcome back to the you Bet Your Radio podcast. As you can tell, we are about to talk about Game of Thrones. Ryan, you're on season two, <clears throat> season two, episode
1: two. Now, I don't know, I don't normally give into like social pressure, but. I did the launch time. of Game of Thrones Season 8 was so big, I I literally had to start watching. So I started Season <sighs> 1 probably, I watched Season 1, Episode 1, when Season 8, Episode 1 came out. So yeah. I, I'm exactly, you know, 8 seasons behind, or 7, seven seasons behind. 7 seasons behind, yeah. So I got a little ways to go. Um, again, please do not try and spoil it for me. It right. means a lot. I'm going to talk about season eight, episode five, without
0: spoiling it. That's going to be tricky. One, good luck. The big hype about season eight, I think, is damaging season eight. Okay. Because everyone expected, they almost like it's like one of those things where, like, if you're going to shoot a free throw, the longer you take to shoot the free throw, the more you have time to think about it, and the more chance you have to miss. Basically. Okay or like they say like if you like catch a ball on the perimeter and you shoot a three pointer, if you just shoot it right away, you have a better chance of making it than if you catch, gather yourself, whatever, because you're thinking about it too much. I think that they gave us too much time to think about season 8. And it's damaging it in that people's expectations are in such a weird spot. Um partly because like the the like the books also are not doing like everyone thinks that like the books are the same as the
1: T V show when it's just not true. No, it um, never is for any book to movie similarities. It's it's never the same. There's always those minor details that they throw in into the book and not the movie. Well there's stuff
0: they can't do because there's only a limited amount of time. Right. Right. Um and I and that's part of it, but the it's just I actually it's this is it, 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 this is how I feel right now <laughs> because I know that once I watch because I almost feel like watching season 7 and 8 straight through and I think I'll feel differently because you're watching these and putting it under a microscope each episode of like the uh, like this one episode and it's just one at a time you just put it under a microscope but like if you just Watch it all the way through. I think it'll feel
1: better, and that's what I'll end up doing. So, yeah, so I'm you gonna got feel a lot better. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh my gosh!
0: Oh my god, that's cold. Um, yeah. Episode five. To anyone who says they couldn't see it coming, or they can't believe that it happened, they just need to just like move to Canada or something. Is they're an idiot. Um, I I actually said at at the beginning of the season that a did. that a certain character um was going to turn into a villain that you didn't necessarily think
1: or or didn't necessarily want to turn into a villain. How do you characterize a villain on Game of Thrones? Because I feel there's a, I feel like right. there's a lot that's of actually bad very
0: well, and that's the thing is why most people are upset because this episode there was like people who were either villains did some stuff and ended up having things happen that weren't, this is so hard not to spoil that weren't really (laughs) villainous. And people who were like supposedly heroes were doing some villain work. It was just Uh, like, yeah, stop right there. (laughs) But not in like the traditional game of Thrones sense where like people are backstabbing and stuff like that, which that is my only bone to pick with season eight. Is there's not enough conversation scheming backstabbing okay I wanted more of that now I get it because it's like all this scheming and backstabbing leads to where everyone's in the same place and they've kind of separated and they've gotten to their sides um but yeah i I think that they have a lot to do in this not in this last episode it like there's a lot of stuff to wrap up, and I really hope it's not like one of those ending. A little bit, don't hope it's like one of those endings where it's like they fade off, and like you're like still have questions. Yep. Like, for just, example, like did you ever it. watch Inception? No. Nope. So at Inception's all about like dreaming, and if it's real, if it's reality, or if it's a dream and stuff. The end. The whole thing is if you're in a dream, the 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 top that they spin will never fall down. Okay. And at the end of the inception, they spin the top and that's the last shot. And like it's spinning, it's spinning, spinning. And there's like a little flutter, but it's still spinning. And then it cuts out. So like at the end, you're like, is this a dream or is it not like the whole thing? And so I hope it's not like where like a character does something. And then there's like, ends up walking away and then
1: it just fades to black and that's it. Or like,
0: you know what I mean? Like just
1: something like that. I have a feeling that's what it's going to be like. I've also heard that there's going to be like spinoffs of Game of Thrones. So maybe like a certain character having um, or being like the the main character in another spinoff show or something like that. There's so many rumors out there. Yes. So don't know what to believe. Um, Maybe I'll believe all of them. I don't yeah, know. Well, so,
0: yeah, I read that there was like three confirmed spinoffs or something. Okay. So I'm excited about that. I don't know how hard I'll dive into them. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just can't compare. I started reading the books because I don't want it to be over. I was going to say, what are you going to do when it's over? I'll read the books because, and don't get me wrong, I'm like on record and not a reader now. I used to be at one point in my life. Yeah. But I'm such a slow reader and I just don't like reading that much. But, you know, I'll read 20 pages here and there. I got plenty of time. George R. R. Martin is in no rush to get those books done, so I got plenty of time to read them. Yeah. Plus, I have the rest of my life to read them, so why not let Game of Thrones last my entire <laughs> life?
1: So how much do you wish you were in my shoes right now? Um, I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm, I'm just yes and scratching no. the surface of season two.
0: Yes and no. Oh, my God. You can't hear it on the podcast, but the neighbor is like blasting his bass. We have <laughs> per, a wild situation. Yeah. Night. Um Yes and no. Um I I was actually really glad that I got into it before it was like as popular as, as it is now. Yeah. Because that was like season seven for me was like that was like just sheer bliss not to get super sappy. But it was just like I finished season six and then like a week or two later, I started season seven started like it did for season eight week by week. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was kind of popular, but I was still like, I was the only one of my friends that was really watching it that I knew of. And so I was just like figuring it out by myself. And I think they did a really good job with season seven. It was just like the best. It was the best. Season eight, Sometimes popularity ruins some stuff, you know what I mean? Like it's just not as cool because all of the true, true, like bred Game of Thrones stuff gets eliminated a little bit with all the memes and stuff online. Yep. Um and there's a lot of people weighing in online that don't even understand Game of Thrones. Like, for example, they're like, I can't believe this character did this. I'm like, that's what the whole storyline has been about is they could go this way or they could go this way well at this point they went that way yep. instead of that way like it's just that part just irritates me but i think there's going to be some sort of massive betrayal in season set, season 8 episode 6 to close it out um yeah and that's my uh, synopsis without revealing too much for you Ryan does that does that satisfy you
1: yeah, what, what I think is crazy, like how do you even come up with a you know a really good ending for eight seasons of so much stuff going? But on? But also the how do you every, just end it.
0: Every fan theory has been raked over the coals, so like, uh-huh. no matter what ending you choose,
1: someone's out there has probably predicted it. So that's tough Am too. I, I'm on record uh, for my yeah. What did you say again? Prediction. I said. I'm pretty sure, the Night King, like, we'll have to go back and look at the footage. it's on record. Uh, the Night King, say- like, teams up with Daenerys, or, or, Daenerys beats the Night King. It's something with those two. Don't quote me on that. I'm gonna go have to look back at it. Yeah. And-
0: yeah, we'll have to we'll have to look at it for next episode, for next podcast. But yeah, man, um, one week left. We won't be able to recap the show and my final thoughts until two weeks from now because we'll be we won't have seen it yet because we'll do it from live from Joyce yeah Bartek but as we close out this podcast we just want to say thank you again to our sponsors U Motors Motorsports Marine Country View Acres which we'll be broadcasting live this weekend there and also Gina's Designs of the Heartland they have made some really cool Nectar the God signs they have all allowed us to do what we do so that you guys can enjoy listen and be a part of the betcha community and so again thank you again to U motors country view acres and gina's designs of the heartland ryan take us home
1: yeah guys um thanks again for tuning in to episode 19 episode 20 we're gonna be live at the uh country view acres in joyce iowa so that's gonna be a lot of fun um you know if you enjoy the content if you've been staying uh up, up to up to date with the podcast shoot us a subscribe sub, shoot us shoot us a subscribe um helps us grow the page helps us you know keep going with the sponsors and and talking about stuff in the midwest that we like to talk about um and if you've been enjoying the content in general remember go follow us at ou oh, You ya, um on all social media chale- channels and then go check out the biggest t-shirt launch we've done so far Get sure. World Wide Web. Oh, you bet you. com. When this comes out, they'll probably only be able to get them for like one more week. <clears throat> so. yeah. um The pre-order is going to be closing uh, in the next week or so. Um, so go check it out. Like I said, if you go to the website and there's a shirt that... Y- if you can't find a shirt that you that you like, I, I would be very surprised. There's you got to DM Ryan then. And, DM me. Uh, I didn't do my job. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff on the website right now. So go check it out www.oyoubetcha.com. That's episode 19, man.
0: That's episode 19. Again, I am Miles You betcha Guy here with Ryan the t-shirt guy. May your ranch always be runny. May your bush lattes forever be cold. 37 degrees cold. May your bush lattes be 37 degrees cold. Cheers, Ryan. 7 Degrees wild.
1: Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.